Hi everyone, my name is Artem. Uh, it's the KitCast series of podcasts, What About? Dedicated to digital signage. It's the first day of the DSS in Munich and my guest here is Vincent Ancontre, uh, COO at Intuiface. And we're going to discuss the uh, company's developments in interactive digital signage. Hi Vincent. Hi Artem. Uh, so the conference season continues and how many events have you already visited? Events where in uh, um, in Europe or uh, any other uh, Usually, I'm I'm going to uh, to ASC of course and uh, DSC and uh, Infocom in uh, in the US. Mm-hmm. And how did you um, how do you find uh, the DSC compared to this conference? Uh, DSC is more uh, is more a forum is more a gathering than a, than a trade show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's uh, it's where you meet all your your peers. It's where you you engage in very interesting and uh, even profound discussion about the business because uh, at least for Europe everybody is there so that's uh, that's really interesting and which one uh, would you name the most successful for um, Interface? as a show mm-hmm. yeah as a show uh, well ISC is, uh, is the best one mm-hmm. ISC definitively the, uh, DSC is good uh, uh, it, it's very. Uh, it's more focused on digital signage than ISC. Uh, yeah, I would say di- uh, DSC in the US and uh, ISC in uh, Europe and rest of the world. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, could you tell me a bit about the Interface company? Uh, uh, Interface uh, company uh, is born a long time ago, and we uh, pivoted in uh, 2000 and uh, I would say eight. Uh, when we started uh, wanting to uh, create a tool to help others uh, doing what we have been doing, which was uh, unique user experiences, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we wanted to create a platform for uh, facilitate for making uh, the life of the uh, user experience creator way easier than. Uh, having to develop some some codes, right? um, and uh, so we came out on the market with a product in 2012, and uh, since then we uh, we have achieved uh, to have uh, 1,500 customers around the world in 80 countries, mm-hmm. and uh, 55% of our business is done in in the US right now. Only 10% in France, which we are pretty proud of, mm-hmm. of not making all of our business in France. So, yeah. You also have headwaters in Taiwan, am I correct? Yeah, we, we just opened an office in, in, in Taiwan, uh, a very nice uh, guy coming from one of the uh, major uh, players on the market who couldn't stand anymore uh, mm-hmm. direction and uh, who offered to work with us, he selected us because we had the we have a very uh, distinct offering on the market uh, and uh, he wanted to give it a try, especially in Asia, which only represents right now 10% of our business. And uh, 
how do you cope with the competition coming from Chinese companies? Because it's the region that is, uh, I think, monopolized a bit by the Chinese. Well, we, uh, frankly, we, we, we are not competing in China, so mm -hmm. we, we uh, uh, a piece of our infrastructure is cloud-based, um, mm -hmm. AWS, and um, so that's no starter in China for, for, for the moment. So. No, we are not competing against any uh, Chinese company. And, and frankly, uh, as we, we are not uh, a regular CMS, we have not also seen any Chinese company offering a platform such as uh, ours. So mm -hmm. that's, that's not the, uh, an issue for us uh, at the moment. Where do you see the most of demand gro uh, growing and <laughs> going from? Uh, so so we, we, we started with, with Touch, which... Uh, which is uh, the, the vast majority of the uh, experiences which are created by our customers, but no more and more they want to go beyond touch with uh, uh, sensors, with voice activations, uh, mm. NFCs, QR code, how to engage with, with a display uh, beyond, beyond touch. So that's, uh, we see uh, uh, the market picking up here. And the other big play for us uh, was released uh, six months ago about our uh, analytic uh, component mm -hmm. in the platform, uh, which is really the, uh, the, the end game for, uh, for a client. So to, be, uh, to understand uh, how the experience is doing, uh, what can I learn from, from the customer, uh, a little bit like uh, Google Analytics with some of the specifics coming from the uh, digital signage uh, world. Yeah, it makes sense because you use interactive signage and it's just the the open gate for the customer Absolutely. information. Absolutely. We, 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 at the end of the day, we, 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 we consider the, the experience as just a sensor. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and half of the value is for the, the user, of course, which is getting a personalized, contextualized uh, service but the other half of the value is for the organization which is getting a lot of data from the user engaging with the experience mm -hmm. which is pretty hard to achieve with traditional digital signage uh, which is mostly one-way uh, communication yeah it makes sense and uh, with the um, technology with interactive technology on the rise uh, it really opens uh, like limitless new possibilities but uh, what uh, for example, concerns me if I'm trying to put myself into the customer's position. Mm -hmm. How is this technology accessible for uh, ordinary customer, uh, ordinary retailer, for example, regular retailer? How is it accessible for him? That, 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 that's a great question. For example, uh, first, there is a lack of IDs out there. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, beyond a kiosk where I'm going to touch and, and, and browse my product, and something which is already offered on the website or in the mobile app, what should I do? So uh, to cope with that, we have released what we call the Intrivil. It, it's a way for us to present through the web uh, different places, location in a city, like a retail store, a stadium, uh, a church, a workplace, mm -hmm. where we, uh, you can zoom in and show everything you can, uh, any kind of usages you can obtain through interactivity. So, so it's, it's a kind of ID generator, so, that, so that's one. And we have one vertical here, which is, which is the retail. The uh, other thing is that um, uh, most of the uh, uh, CMS vendors and, and through them the integrators are 
creating interactivity through coding in HTML5. So that's the answer to most different kind of usages. Oh yeah, we can do that. Yeah, in HTML5, in HTML5. So what what we have built, and we believe that's one of the unique value propositions from Interface, is that instead of proposing HTML5, which is only for developers, right, to to create a real interactive expense, complex interactive expense. We have provided an offering tool where you can build using very simple complex like triggers and actions, very complex workflows and rich customer expense. And some of our customers are retailers and not even their IT organization but their business organization has been able to take into face and do the job by themselves, right, mm -hmm. for, for large retailers. But it's also a way for agencies, uh, small to medium size integrators, to be able to compete because it's hard to have uh, a development team mm -hmm. in-house to, to hire, to retain, and so on. So we are, given, we are giving uh, the, uh, weapons for the small and medium uh, agencies and integrators a way to compete for larger deal because they, what they can achieve now with, with Interface. With the interactive signage, there's always a question of um, how to persuade customers to interact because with ordinary with uh, traditional signage it's yeah it's one way and you try to influence uh, like shooting into the sky with the content uh, but I guess there's a problem with the interactive signage that you uh, have to persuade customer to make an action to interact yeah what are the uh, in first steps for a customer for a retailer to when he thinks of this interaction how can this customer in, with your software help uh, uh, his end customer interaction? I, I, I understand, and it's to be frank, that's not our job. Mm -hmm. uh, we we, um, we remove all the uh, uh, development you know, issues and so on, but we don't remove the what should be the creativity of the designer mm -hmm. so so it's it's a real job it's like like for a web a web design or, or web development platform uh, which is not giving any input about how to put a, a click to action and what mm -hmm. that should be right so that's best practices right so what we know about digital signage is that uh, uh, there are some, some very specific traits like you have one device and maybe 1,000 users, mm -hmm. which is very different from a mobile app because that's my device and I'm only the, the only one user mm -hmm. or my laptop. Uh, maybe for Alexa, you have more users, which is the family author, right? But okay. that's for five. But digital signage, that, that's a very specific trait. So learning curve is two, three seconds. Mm -hmm. So that's a big challenge, right? And personalization is a big challenge because uh, you have not, there is no cookies related to you because you are 1,000 who can go through the same screen. So mm -hmm. these are, uh, I think, uh, new uh, avenues for content developers to develop skills and best practices. And I think it's just the start. I have not seen any real conference about how to design an engaging digital signage or public or location-based 
uh, experience. Uh, how to attract in five seconds, how to make things obvious, etc., etc. That's that's that demands a lot of skills. What is what would you say is the core of the interactive digital signage, as you see it? What, what do you mean by core? Can you, can uh, you expand on that? Uh, possibly, what makes uh, digital interactive digital signage work and uh, achieve the goals of a customer that uses it? Well. It's hard to, to answer that uh, in a general way because uh, each, each, each experience has its own you know, goal, right? So uh, it depends. I've I just been engaged like half an hour ago uh, uh, with, um, uh, with uh, uh, a customer in Milano who is uh, installing uh, a, a kiosk to offer ice creams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they're smiling. Uh, and we are integrated with uh, QVD for that, and when there is a smile, you can trigger um, with interface uh, some information, etc., etc. So it's a, it's a very specific way to engage with a specific goal here. So I, I don't believe there are uh, generic rules, except that again, you have to be able to capture the attention in less than three seconds and then going from there. What are the main technologies that you use uh, apart from the touch screens and I guess the visual detection as well? What are the other main sensors? Uh, yeah, we use, um, uh, um, for example, we, uh, we love uh, uh, what we call, the, what is called fidgets, which is uh, uh, um, manufacturers of many, many, many kind of different sensors. Like uh, uh, proximity, uh, uh, temperature, uh, uh, this kind of thing. So we have an interface with that kind of universal way of uh, plugging a sensor, which is providing a very uh, creative way to our uh, agency customers to to develop new usages. Um, so proximity sensor is uh, is, um, is is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that. Um the two main issues that any customer faces with digital signage, I don't know if you agree with me, is first the maintenance of digital signage and second the CMS. And your speech today is about how the CMS fails and why it's uh, no longer relevant. Uh, could you explain to those listeners who were not present at your speech in, I guess, five thesis, um, why uh, uh, why the digital experience platform is uh, the future and why CMS, traditional CMS failed? Well, traditional CMS are, are, are mostly uh, uh, focusing on, on displaying media. And media is one kind of content. It's, and, and more and more, um, and, and especially true for uh, engaging with a, with a customer. So, so beyond that three seconds where you have attracted the attention of, uh, of a user, of a customer, uh, then you, you need to have more uh, more structured content. So, how to bring that content into the to the screen? So, how to connect to a wide variety of data sources? Uh, and then the customer is going to engage. Mm-hmm. So, information is going to go into the other way. It's uh, it's not asymmetric information. That's by direction here. And so. For example, uh, a customer is entering uh, 
uh, her email address is uh, clicking on a, on a bunch of buttons and this has to feed information system in the organization, right? So it's a two-way street, right? And, and, uh, and uh, CMS are not built intrinsically for this kind of interactions, uh, traditional CMS at least, right? Um, and and uh, the uh, other way is that um, traditional CMS, again, they don't have a lot of uh, APIs. Mm -hmm. uh, we get into uh, maybe into too much into the technology here, but I'm a, a big uh, uh, fan of APIs in both ways, how to integrate with, for example, sensors, with data source and so on, but how, uh, but the CMS now must be also integrated into a greater environment, which is that digital experience platform. Again, digital signage is one channel. We want that channel to be recognized in the marketing world, in the business world. Right now, it's not that much. It's still a very separate channel. So we must facilitate the life of people in large organization who wants to provide uh, 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 a very coherent uh, uh, journey to their customers, and, and CMS must must do a strong effort to provide this level of integrability with the rest of the platform world. And um, in terms of maintenance, I guess that. Uh, well, sometimes digital si traditional digital signage is uh, pain in the ass for, uh, <laughs> excuse my language, for the customers. But interactive signage seems like a very complex uh, solution. So how how do you facilitate this for the user? Yes or no? Because the more you are connected to, the more you are connected to external data mm -hmm. stream in both ways, the more the experience you are showing to your customer looks personalized mm -hmm. and contextual and so it's always new right so yeah. it, it's it's by design because that's very dynamic it doesn't have to change because it's always changing right other than that you have the design of the app yeah but that's a regular uh, uh, that's a regular issue you need to solve and if you have a great way for publishing and deploying mm -hmm. it's where you need simple digital signage here then, then you can solve that, that program. But again, the content being connected to different sources of information become dynamic, so maintenance is lower. That's a paradox. Um, we've all heard about the McDonald's scandal last year. Yeah. The touch screens. Uh, <laughs> so um, what other problems will interactive signage have uh, tomorrow? Well, then, uh, and recently I saw a, a, a screen, uh, I don't know, hardware company, I don't remember the name, but which was uh, advertising that that uh, uh, touch uh, doesn't left a lot of uh, germs. Mm -hmm. So I think we'll see a lot of progress in that direction, mm -hmm. uh, 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 avoiding uh, avoiding the germ uh, issue on, on, on the screen. It's, and and uh, we can expect that at some point in time it become it will be regulated, like, like for a kitchen. Mm -hmm. uh, now it's uh, in a stainless, uh, 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 and, 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 and that's a regulation, so because that's anti-germ kind of material. So we'll get there one day. Uh, and 
uh, and, and also I think we will see more progress too in uh, now with your mobile phone you can pilot uh, yeah. something on the screen so yeah. yeah you have contactless interaction that will give, be more and more powerful and maybe in some special uh, location quiet location not in a McDonald's but then you have voice activation too mm -hmm. so we see more and more way to engage without touch what we call that interface beyond touch mm -hmm. How many, uh, in terms of the metrics that you can analyze, uh, uh, how, how we can analyze the customer, what is the depth of analysis? So what uh, set of metrics, uh, I mean, uh, what is the uh, bottom line set of metrics uh, that you can get from uh, customer interaction with the screen? Well, we, 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 we uh, used to classify uh, metrics according in, in three categories. One are what we call operationals. Mm -hmm. uh, does that expense run? Uh, uh, is that running in, in, uh, in, uh, with the right uh, performance level, kind of low uh, IT kind of uh, metrics? Okay. Then you have a second category, which are the design metrics. Mm -hmm. You are a designer. You want to do A-B testing. You want to understand how uh, is that learning curve here? Uh, uh, how many clicks did I get on that call to action button? Mm -hmm. Whatever that call that action is, if I change the design, so uh, you can do A-B testing. And then you have the third most important category, which is the business metrics. Mm -hmm. and, and, and there, uh, what I was showing, for example, during the demo this afternoon was. Based on the news feed, I was able to design a way to uh, understand which kind of newspaper mm -hmm. news were selected by the user. So I, I was able for, for example, for today to compare uh, which uh, uh, um, newspaper source was the most performing uh, compared to yesterday, compared to last week, compared to last month. So that is kind of business metrics that you can uh, collect mm -hmm. inside an expanse. So different levels, different abstraction level of information mm -hmm. can be, as long as you have the freedom to put your collection point whenever you want. You don't want to be imposed to, uh, you can always collect when you go from one kind of screen to another one, like, like, like for a website with changing uh, pages, mm -hmm. right? You need to be, to have more sophisticated data collection point, more semantic. Regarding the data, I think that uh, in recent years, AI-driven yeah. has become like a buzzword and everyone uses it. Uh, but um, do you use machine learning in uh, your uh, interfaces, in your uh, technology? And on, and so on what level? So, so first, you, you, you mentioned two terms. Uh, IA and machine learning. Mm -hmm. And in fact, you are perfectly right, we should be talking about machine learning. Yep. Right. The rest is just a buzzword, right? That's machine learning. Um, so, uh, we are using machine learning in only one place, mm -hmm. which is uh, which is about, uh, about the, the business we are in, right? Which is uh, when uh, a user uh, wants to explore an API, then we select 
the uh, uh, in, in the the response from the API, which can be complex even for a developer, we want to simplify that view mm -hmm. and offer a structured view view to a designer at a designer level, and so we're able to select well that's an image. Mm -hmm. So let's let's show that's an image, or that's a URL, or that's text of or a description. So uh, we are we are using machine learning here to discover what might be interested in an API on a design standpoint. Mm -hmm. Apart from that, we are not. So again, our customers, for example, are collecting data information that goes into analytics, but there is one per usage. Mm -hmm. So for example, in the example I gave you earlier about the ice cream, yeah. we have no way, I don't think, to discover, maybe we can, but that's a long stretch to discover that which uh, ice cream perfume will, uh, will, will have more success because uh, that day the temperature mm -hmm. uh, was higher than usual and these kind of things, right? We can collect that. Again, I have shown that we can import the current weather condition in an experience. Mm -hmm. So our customer in Italy, back in Italy has, has uh, put together uh, when a user is selecting this ice cream with that perfume, the weather condition where this one, mm -hmm. cloudy but 34 degrees Celsius. That's data. Mm -hmm. So we can advise a user to collect the right information, but it will be up to them after enough data point collected, even if machine learning has made a lot of progress, if you don't have 10,000 data points, good data points, you get nowhere. So maybe after that, they will be able to use machine learning, but on their data set, not on our data set. That's the data set that they have collected through our product. So yes. that's a different piece. It's, it's up to them to use it. It's up, to them. It. It's up mm -hmm. to them. We might help them in saying, well, this is TensorFlow or kind of, but, but the big guys are already doing that. They're making machine learning very accessible to the rest of us. Mm -hmm. So that, that won't be a big deal. The biggest deal will be collected the right data point mm -hmm. and in enough quantity so machine, machine learning can, uh, can kick in. When would you think and will it, if, in fact, uh, the interactive digital signage um, outlast the uh, traditional signage, or they will be to, uh, they will be used together in balance. So that's a great question, and, and for us, this question translates into: Should our customers? Because what we see, and, and that's a fact, is more and more projects mm -hmm. have, of course, the tra traditional digital signage, mm -hmm. what we uh, badly internally call passive digital signage, and more and more interactive. But interactive is still not the majority mm -hmm. of the displays, right, of the interaction. And so question for us and question for our customers uh, is, should you learn two platforms mm -hmm. to do that project or one platform can do it all? So the uh, jury is still out on that question. How do you adjust to competitors? Because uh, Interactive is on the rise, and there are many companies that also provide this kind of services. Yeah, uh, uh, what we see um, uh, are, are uh, 
traditional CMS companies uh, coming going to the market with triggers and actions, right? Um, uh, in terms of uh, technical architecture, all these triggers and actions are happening at the server level. Mm -hmm. So if you are out of the internet, you are out of luck. Uh, uh, our technology is happening at the client level, mm -hmm. and uh, so which is a little bit different. Uh, and, and, and the question is now how how their users are going to create these triggers and channels to create a very sophisticated experience. So that's a chance for them. Mm -hmm. We already have that technology. So we believe it's, uh, it will be easier for us to continue making progress to tell our uh, uh, integrator and agency client that they can do traditional digital signage with our platform too, right? Rather than for traditional CMS vendors to, to, to bring the, the the, the depth of what we have brought to the market uh, already. But you, that's true. Uh, uh, web triggering and these kind of things are coming to a traditional CMS platform. Mm. Uh, what is your approach to security? Because when it comes to personalized data, it's always a very, uh, very important issue for customers. Yet another very good question. And um, right now, we are currently... Um, uh, um, in the middle of uh, internal effort to become uh, ISO uh, 27001 uh, certified. Mm -hmm. That should happen at the end of this year. Uh, and so that's, that will be a big milestone for us, showing our customers, hey, uh, we are making sure that we are not missing with your, your data. Mm -hmm. We have a clear separation of roles within the company. Uh, not everybody will can see what you are doing, etc., etc. Plus, we are relying on on established platform. I mean, we we, we are uh, uh, storing our content and so on on, on uh, Amazon, uh, which is also certified there, uh, and uh, all communication between a player and and the server is encrypted. This kind of thing. So you're absolutely right. Security is super important for us. Yes. Um, I have uh, three blitz questions to end okay. the interview. So, first one, uh, could you name three key developments uh, we should expect from Interface this year? Uh, so, ISO uh, certification mm -hmm. is, a big is, a, is a big development. Uh, uh, bringing more uh, to analytics, being able to trigger from analytics. Mm -hmm. Okay, and uh, there is another one which I will, I will uh, remain quiet about this. <laughs> but it's going to be huge? It's pretty big, yeah. Okay, <laughs> looking forward to that. Uh, second question, uh, could you name your favorite project from competitors? My favorite project from competitors? Yeah, because I know that you look, look at them and uh, I guess admit that some of them are great. Or not? Uh, yeah, yeah it's, so, some are very fun. I mean, uh, yeah, especially done with uh, with QVD. Mm -hmm. uh, this really uh, cool, funny uh, uh, interaction you can get by uh, by smiling. Uh, they, they've made uh, uh, an ad for uh, with an agency, of course, for uh, a, a rent-a-car company in the mm -hmm. U.S., which is very, very funny. 
Uh, it's, uh, it's all about interacting in front of a screen and you see uh, personas real, looking like real people who are discussing with you. That's pretty, pretty cool, pretty cool. And uh, the last question, name one thing that annoys you about the digital signage the most. Uh, the term CMS. <laughs> 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 yeah, because that's why I say that it fails. And <laughs> I, hate, I hate that term. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you, uh, thank you very much. Yeah, uh, absolutely welcome, Martin. That uh, was fun. Thanks for listening and uh, subscribe to our blog at kickass.tv.